Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be discussing the final episode of 90 Day Diaries. So, we have nothing to really discuss on the top of the episode. Um, the hot goss that I did have is kind of a moot point after watching Love is Blind. So, never mind. <laughs> so, we don't have anything to discuss on the top of the episode, but again, what I will say is, um, for anyone who has listened to 90 Day OG and A Single Life, um, just again, as a quick announcement, um, with 90 Day I believe we're after coming very soon or next month. We are not covering two of the couples that are going to be on the show, which is and Liz and Angela and Michael at all. Hard pass, not talking about them. Um, but we will talk about everybody else for the most part. Um there could be a change in that, just depending on how things are. I did hear that Mahmoud apparently has physically abused Nicole. I I don't know much about that. I haven't seen anything myself. Um, maybe I'll do some research and see how that um, goes. Um, but... If that is the case, and if that, um, especially if that is a recurring thing, we might have to drop another couple. I don't know yet, because I am not an advocate of, um, domestic violence. So, yeah. But I'll keep you posted. But as of right now, we are covering Nicole and Mahmoud. But if, there's anything that you guys are aware of that I'm not. If you don't want me covering Nicole and Mahmoud, that's fine. Um, just let me know, and I will cut them out as well. If what I'm, if what I'm hearing is true, so. But enough of that. Let's hop into the reason that we are here. Night Day Diaries, Season Five, Episode Eight. The name of the game. So we have um some Libby and Andre, and we also have some Chuck. And I'll Chuck to come a little later in the episode, but I kind of just grouped them together so we can get them all done at once. So Libby and Andre, we are introduced, I guess officially. Um, on the show, anyways, to Winston, which he's very cute. Hate the name, but let's move on. He really does look like Chuck, my lord. Anyway, um, so we do find out here that Andre has been approved for his 10 year green card. All is good in the world. They don't need to leave America. Now the next step is for him to get his citizenship. So that's what's that's what's next. So I guess we will find that out eventually whenever he does that. Um so apparently Andre has a new 
job adventure. Um, or job adventure, sorry. And I, I don't know, we don't know a lot of details. We don't know how this works, what's happening. It's never explained to us, but he has. And no one's told Chuck about this yet because if we remember, Andre works with Chuck, you know? So, but because he wants, he, he wants to be a part of this new job, whatever is coming up, it's actually in Naples, Florida, which is about two hours away from where they live. And he wants to move to Naples. Libby's a little bit more hesitant to move to Naples because she doesn't want to be away from her family. And I don't understand why she wouldn't want to be away from her family. Listen, I know it's their, your family, whatever, but they're absolutely horrible to your husband. And as for Chuck, Chuck is the only one who's not horrible to your husband. The rest of them are. So why would you? Anyway, maybe a little distance will be good for them, you know? Anyways, a few days later, they head to Naples um, to look at a house. And this house was actually very gorgeous. It was big and spacious and it was great. The only issue I had with the house was alligator pond outside. You know there's gonna be some alligators or some creepy crawly thingy in that pond and there's no fence to it. It's just open up for everybody. And I was like, whoa, okay, but it's Florida. You know, it is what it is. Um, but now they're just going to, you know, Libby's going to think about it. That's what she's going to do. And the other thing that I didn't like about the house was that the front door opened out. Is that normal in Florida? We don't see that here. And at least I've never seen that here. Maybe that's a new building. I don't know, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't actually. Anyway, there's that with them. That's kind of their main thing. Then we kind of head over to Chuck. Now, we see him going over to Libby's house. Um, he's going to be hanging out with her and, and Winston. And, you know, she asks him how dating is going. And, you know, he says that, you know, he hasn't really been doing a lot of dating. He, you know, isn't on the apps or anything like that. It's kind of out of his, uh, I guess out of his wheelhouse a little bit. But she kind of helps him get on the app and whatever. So before we finish up with the results of the app setup, we find out a little backstory that I feel like we've never heard before. And it's actually a little interesting, kind of made help me understand maybe how him and and their mother didn't work out because how why why would it have let's continue so he says that he got married to their mom at 18 their high school sweethearts and that is what happened but um they mainly got pregnant, though, because she was pregnant. Great. Um, so, you know, they were together for about 17, 18 years. But then they 
got a divorce because, well, what's the age-old thing that usually happens when you get married at 18? They grew apart. No shit. (laughs) I mean, I know times were different and she was pregnant and all that, but like, y'all, don't get married at 18. Don't, don't get married. Don't get married at 18, 20. Take it from a person. Don't get married at any time before the age of 25. You're changing. Your brain is changing. You've heard me say it before. And I mean, the decisions you make before 25 is scary (laughs) when you look back at them. And you're just a different person. I don't know who the hell I was at 21 versus who I am now. You know, 18? Fuck, you forget it. I was coming out of high school. Are you kidding? I'm about to live a life, you know, as much as as I could. And it's just, I can't imagine getting married at 18. I just can't. Who is that person? I don't know who that person is. Like, it's just, I, ugh. It's not great. I mean, yes, they were together for quite some time. They definitely made a run of it. They had like, what, six, seven kids, like a shit ton of kids. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, don't get married all that early. Anyway, um, so he says that he hasn't been on a date in about seven years. Didn't we see him go on a date when he was on this last time? Anyway, I don't remember. But he's on Monday in about seven years. And he does worry about dating and his cancer. For, so for those who don't remember, he, he was diagnosed with cancer back in 2016. He, um, I'm not sure how long we've had them on the show. Um, I guess at the point that we'd seen them, I guess maybe he was already in remission, but he had cancer. I can't remember what kind of cancer it was now, but he has can he had cancer. Um, maybe bladder cancer because he did lose his bladder and he now has to use a bag, um, that, you know, deals with the urine situation. And there's obviously something that he is self-conscious about. Because obviously if, you know, you're dating and, you know, it is going to be something that's going to be there. And it is something that maybe someone isn't ready for or ready to see or whatever. And I think a lot of it is him, obviously. Which is, I mean, I don't know how I would feel. I would probably feel very aware so and self-conscious of something like that um so he worries about that and worries about dating under those circumstances so yeah so he's kind of talking to Libby about this and saying like how do I handle that you know how do I tell some because obviously you gotta tell somebody you know so how do you handle that and Libby suggests, like, I think just being transparent. Maybe not on the first or second date, but just be transparent. I think that's the best thing that you could do. And I agree. I think that is the best thing that you could do. Anyway, I'll be on the on the apps and kind of, you know, feeling them out. 
he sees this lovely woman named Leanne, who looked very young in the pictures, but actually she's as young as she looks. So she was incredible. So he matches with her or hearts her and is not waiting for her to match with him. So, yeah. So a few days later, he says that, listen, I hearted her, I waited, and she matched with me. And they've been talking and they decided to go on a date. He says, which I thought this was really great of him. This is what you're supposed to do, make a good impression. He says that, you know, she's kind of artsy, he's kind of into those kinds of things, not really his thing, but he wants to put his best foot forward and he wants to do something that she would like. So they're going to go do a pottery class. So he says, you know, maybe Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore are in here. Well, I highly doubt Demi Moore is in there. And I really hope that Patrick Swayze is also just not. Awesome. I love Patrick Swayze. I don't want to meet the ghost of Patrick Swayze. However, so <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, you know, maybe they could have a little ghost moment, you know, that's a lot. But anyway, they seem to be getting along. They kind of talk about their families. And this is kind of where I find out, oh, she's actually a little older than I thought. She has um, four kids, seven grandkids. I believe that's the way it went. I'm like, oh, okay. Obviously, he has kids. I think it's his, like, the other way around. I got seven kids and, like, four grandkids. I think he has more grandkids than that, but, yeah. He's, he's probably has a lot of grandkids. Um, but yeah, they, they were connecting on, on that and they kind of decide, well, ain't nothing happening with this pottery because it doesn't look like much. <laughs> we're going to go outside and they're going to talk a little bit. And he kind of says that he's feeling so comfortable with her talking to her and feeling this connection with her that he actually feels comfortable enough to tell her about the cancer. So he doesn't go into the details in terms of the fact that, like, his bladder has been removed, he uses a bag. He doesn't go into any of those details with her. But he does say, like, I was diagnosed with cancer back in 2016. I had it for the year. It was horrible. It was the worst year of my life. I am in remission. But it kind of just, like, says, like, you know. I wonder if he does say, like, this because he's trying to, you know, prepare her for there might be things that are a little different with me because of because of it. Cancer really did affect me long term. And the great thing here is she is very sympathetic and she says, Cancer has affected my family too. And I think he feels very comfortable with her. And he's happy that she's received it. I mean no one's gonna say, oh, fuck you, you had cancer, ew, and observing that. Um, everyone's gonna go the other way, the other way around and say, fuck cancer. Um, and yeah, he, he, he says, yeah, it, it feels good to kind of know that they're connecting on that. And yeah, I mean, again, everyone, I think, to a certain extent, either has family who, 
has been diagnosed with cancer, know people who have, have either been diagnosed with cancer or have family that have been diagnosed with cancer. It's, it's a horrific illness, horrific. Um, but yeah, he says that this day is going so well that he doesn't want it to end. And he says, you want to go get something to eat? And they're going to go get something to eat so they can continue the conversation with each other. So it, um, it definitely went well. And I'm happy for him that it went well with the date. So a few days later, we are now with Libby and Andre and the kids on the boat. We've seen the boat before. Chuck tells them, I think he said that actually was St. Patrick's Day, if I'm correct. Anyway, Chuck tells them how the date went. Um, oh, I forgot to mention this part. They actually kissed too. Um, after he told her about the cancer, I missed that, sorry. They kissed. And I'm I'm like, damn, Chuck. Chuck's not a game. Okay, Chuck. So anyway. So yeah, he's telling them how they went, even that they had the kiss. And Libby does ask, Well, did you talk to her about the cancer? And he says, Yeah, I actually did. So you know, he says he really seems to be liking Leanne. And Andre's like, well, yeah, great. Just, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, but that's not actually what he said. He said something like, don't put, I can't even remember. Anyways, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Just don't do that. And, you know, that's great. This is kind of a continuation of their story, the next part of this. They're going to have a little something to tell Chuck. And she basically says that they are going to be moving to Naples. She's telling us this. Um, She gave us some thought and that's what's going to happen. And now I got to tell Chuck. And Andre tells him, you know, I have this business venture that's come about, you know, could really be lucrative or whatever. And the only difference is that we're going to have to move to Naples. And Chuck is like, what? You're moving to Naples? What the fuck? He's like, so what about our deals? He's going to end our deals and then just dip? And he's like, no, no, let's not talk about ending our deals. Our deals are still going to go. I'm not ending the deals. They're still just going to go as is. But he, they are going to be moving to Naples. Um, Although Chuck is shocked, and, you know, maybe a little upset because he won't be able to see his grandkids often as maybe he does now. He is very, he is being supportive of the decision because he is all about Andre doing what he needs to do to provide for his family. Because if we don't remember, he didn't always. <laughs> so he is supportive of it. He wants them to do what is best for them to provide. And, Y'all are moving to Naples. So that's that. Ah, uh, that's the best. Give the wish them all the best. All of them. Anyway, let's move on to the next person. Gabriel. You remember Gabe? He's married to Isabel and he moved to Colombia and Colombia. And yeah. So he currently is in Florida. He's celebrating Pride. And 
I think we actually saw this. We saw pictures of this. And it wasn't just Gabe and the one friend there. It was also Danielle was there. Scott was there. We saw this. Like Danielle was very much like there with Gabe. Scott kind of went off into a corner to sulk. But what we could see in the pictures, but they were there too. We just didn't see them on the camera like at all. So I don't know why. That I don't know why, but anyway. So anyway. Um apparently Gabe and Isabella are actually planning a second wedding. Where? In Columbia? Because you already did that. I see no point of having a second wedding if you're doing it in the same place you already did it. Wouldn't you do a second wedding in like Florida? So that maybe some of the family that didn't get to see him get married will see him get married. I don't know. We don't have details. Let's move on. So they're doing a second wedding. And hopefully this time Monica will actually show up. <laughs> but who knows? Um, Gabe kind of wants to mend kind of some broken edges with Monica. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is he talking about? Because as far as I'm concerned, Monica has some broken edges that she needs to repair with him. Like, but the thing that he wants to kind of focus on as he tells his friend is, who's also transitioning, says, I want to talk to her about the transition. He's, he's been transitioned now for about 11 years. Like, this is not a new thing, but he wants to talk about, and I felt like this is, like, okay, I understand this in principle where you do need to maybe talk to people about these things, maybe after the fact. Yes, it wouldn't have changed anything, as he says to Monica later, but I do understand this in principle. This is maybe something that you would want to discuss with, with, a, with a loved one, the fact that you've transitioned and maybe how that made you feel, because maybe at the time you can't have those discussions. But, and I think it's important to see it it's a weird area. I think it's important to see this. Um, I really think, I mean, we haven't had a lot of transgender people on the show. We've had three, and he's the only um, transition, a uh, transgender male that we've had on the show. Um, so, I, I do think he's a great advocate for, at least in the show's perspective, for, you know, shedding light on what it is like to be a transgendered person. He's not like, I, I do love Cleo. I think she's amazing, but I think she has a lot of other things going on that maybe she just can't be that right now. And fuck, Nikki is a hot mess. <laughs> I think, like, he is a great advocate for that. And it's great in shedding awareness and light on, on things. I just felt like this was a weak-ass storyline. I wanted a little more. I wish that maybe they waited on bringing Gay back 
on diaries until maybe it was a wedding and we could have seen that or something. Or, you know, maybe we could have seen Isabel or like whatever. Like it, it just felt weak because that's the thing. We all like Gabe. There's, there's no question. We like Gabe, but everybody loved Isabel. We all love her. And the fact that we had a Gabe storyline, but no Isabel was kind of disappointing a little bit. Maybe she doesn't want to get part of the show anymore, but it was very disappointing kind of just seeing him and Monica. No one likes Monica. I, I mean, yeah, she handled the conversation well with him, which I'll go over it a little bit, but I didn't care to see her. I really didn't. Anyway, this is what he wants to do. So he does go like fishing over the pier with Monica. Um, she doesn't want to put the worm on the hook. Don't blame her. Um, she wants to wait for it to move. It's a worm, so I'm going to stop moving. And they do, he does catch one fish and she's like, ew. I was like, okay. But he says, you know what? The waters are real choppy. It's real windy. I'm not going to catch a lot. So this is a great opportunity to go talk to her about what I'm going to talk to her about. So he basically says to her that, you know, I never really talked about how things made you feel with me transitioning. It's like, whatever mattered. And he, no, it wouldn't have. He still would have transitioned. But, you know, he has never talked to her about how she felt. He just say to her that I started transitioning four months before I told anybody that I had, that I was transitioning. Monica kind of, in a sense, makes it about her and says, well, did you fear that I, no one would accept it? And that's where he kind of says, well, it wouldn't have mattered anyways. And I, I mean, again, it is his journey. If he didn't want to tell nobody, kind of want to do this for himself, do his own thing for a few months without, you know, putting it out there that he was doing it. That's his decision, honestly. But the one thing I will give Monica here is, you know, after he kind of had this conversation with her, she says, listen, I appreciate that you're thinking about me and my feelings, but at the end of the day, it was your choice, your decision to transition. I support it 100%. I can't imagine it any other way. It wasn't surprising to me that you wanted to transition. And which is actually interesting to me. I want I want a little more context there. Because I want to know what she's basing that on. It's just maybe how, you know, I'm going to use um, the other pronoun here just for my own reasonings prior to him transitioning, was there something going on with her sister that she wasn't seeing, like that, that you know, we're not seeing here? Was was she more masculine? Like, I want to know what she meant by it. that didn't surprise me. Just because, I mean, they are very close. I understand that. But I don't know. It's just so it's what she said. It was, why that? Why was that the thing you said? I guess is what I'm trying to get at. But anyway, she says that, like, don't worry about me. You know, this was your life, your choice, your decision, and this is your skin you have to live in. So, um, you don't need to think about how I feel about something. So, but yeah, now he feels better, I guess, and hell's gone in the world. And I said, that's it. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, the storyline felt very weak to me. And I, I don't, 
I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and this is the last episode because I think next week we get sister wife, right? Seeking sister wife. So yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, I wanted a little more. Anyway, that's basically that with, um, Gabe. So let's move on to the last person, the last people we're going to be talking about because again, guys, just as a reminder, Angela and Michael were on this episode. I already wasn't covering them to begin with. Um, before I made the hard ass decision, I am not like this, not hard. It wasn't a hard decision. I mean, this putting my foot down saying definitely not covering them. So they were on this episode. I didn't cover them, but anyway, Rebecca and Ziad. So we do find out that they did move to Tunisia, which I think a lot of us again knew that that had happened. So yes, they did move to Tunisia. Um, but they have moved back to Atlanta. They moved back about six months ago and they, um, they buy a new home. Ziad is much happy with, um, his backyard and the space that he has and he can blast his music as loud as he wants, which if you have neighbors, you shouldn't be blasting the music as loud as you want to. But anyways, um, but yeah, he, he's, he's happy with the home. So we find out here that they have been married for, uh, I can't remember how long they've been married for y'all. Uh, two years, three years, something like that. Um, a while that I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, the reason they kind of moved, even though like she missed her family, that was one thing, but also the job opportunities for Ziad are just a lot, they're a lot more available in America than they are in Tunisia. So that was another factor as well as to why they decided to move back. So let's get to the meat of their story here. So while in Tunisia, Rebecca decided she wanted to be able to give him a child because he's so great with children. Because as we should know, he does have a niece and a nephew, his daughter's um, kids and that's his daughter's kids, sorry, his sister's kids. And yeah, he, um, he, 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 he's great with them. And Rebecca wants to give him, um, children. Here's the issue though. As we know, Rebecca's older. But that's besides the point though. Because she has been told actually that she does have viable eggs. Okay. Oh wait. Means I'll have a problem. She actually had a hyster, a partial hysterectomy done a few years back. I don't remember if she mentioned the reason why, but clearly there was a medical reason that she had to have a partial hysterectomy. So her, um, the uterus is taken out, but she still has her tubes, her ovaries that's still there. Um, so fortunately, she can't actually carry a child because she doesn't have her uterus. And in the, okay, so, you know, we could always use a surrogate. Oh, wait, mm, we got a problem with that too. The problem is being, well, using surrogacy in the Islamic faith is considered haram, which means forbidden. Okay, 
all right, this is so, okay. So we're going to talk to a friend of, um, of Zed's. He was kind of cute, y'all. Oh, he was cute. Oh, okay. Anyway, I can't remember. I think his name was Saul. I know we had the short form. His name was Saul, but I didn't catch the full name. I am. Um, so yeah, he says that he's aware of not only Tunisian culture, but also American culture. So they're going to talk about, well, here are the, here are the options. We want to have a child. You know, I can't carry. So we're thinking surrogacy, right? Well, the friend says, well, as we know, that is haram. We cannot do that. And the reason being is you cannot put your sperm into a woman who is not your wife. So this is so fucked up because not that, that, that I understand what he's saying there, but this is, this is fucked up. Rebecca says, so Rebecca's like, okay, so wait, if you marry her, then she can, we can do it. And so yeah, it's like, is this a trick? <laughs> you can tell in his face, it's like, what? He's like, well, yeah. Um, and she says, okay, hear me out. What if we, uh, oh God, Rebecca, honest, she has no fucking idea. She says, okay, hear me out. What if we get married, or you get married to this woman in the, in the Islamic faith, and then, you know, we can do the, the, the IVF, and then we're good, we're golden, right? It's all a big deal, it's not that serious. What? Rebecca, of anything, getting married in the Islamic faith means more than getting married legally, even though he can't do that. But it's even more important. It is more sacred than just what she thinks. I think she thinks that it's like not a big deal if they got married in the Islamic faith. It is a huge deal if they got married in the Islamic faith. It is way more serious than any other situation. Right? You can't just, that would piss them, that would piss the God off. You know what I mean? It'd piss them off. You can't do that. And when she said that, I'm like, even I knew, I'm like, that's not, that's not how that works. Like, what? But Seahead says, no, we can't do that. Because obviously we're doing it under false pretenses. We cannot do that. You know, the loops you have to go through in order to, the person's going to have, no. Mm-mm. She's no clue. And yeah, he's, he's like, no, that, that, that's not the way we can't do that. And not to mention the other aspect of things is if I'm marrying this woman, we can't do IVF. I am going to have to have sex with her because she is my willing wife and I am allowed to have sex with her. So the other thing too, before she's had this great idea, she does say like, oh, so you can get married multiple times in the Islamic faith. Where have you, where have she, where has she been? Again, yes. And I knew even the number he said, I knew that too. And he's like, yeah, you can marry to four wives in the Islamic faith that is permitted. And I'm just like, what the fuck? She just has no fucking clue. Anyway. Yeah. He says like, yeah, that, that is, that's, that's not going to work. And he's like, and this is not me saying, this, this is what, God saying, like, 
if I'm going to marry somebody who do have a child with, then we have to do it the natural way, not the scientific way, unless the natural way doesn't work, you know? So that's not going to go over well either. And Becca's like, so let me get this straight. Just hold on. Because he's like, it's not me. He's like, I'm, I'm processing. Let me think. So the only way for us to have a child that way is if you marry a woman, have sex with her. That's that's the only way. Yes. And in that case, it's not their child. It's his child with that woman. Messy. Anyway, I don't even know why she brought this idea up. She's like, okay, well, that's not going to work. Um, And then I feel like, again, this is where it was always going to lead to. But she says, okay, what about adoption? And he's like, both him and the friend, the hot friend, are like, as he has hot too, don't get me wrong, um, was like, yeah, that would work. Yeah. Allah would like that. Allah's work great with that. Um, because there are, again, just so many children who need a home. And if we can open up our home to a child, that is perfect in the eyes of, of God. So that's the route they're probably going to go. They're going to go the adoption route. And she says, you know, maybe we can adopt a child from Tunisia. And yeah. So that's where they're going to go because obviously nothing else with an, with a viable option. Um, there's no way that Rebecca would have been okay with him marrying another woman. No way that was going to happen. Um, me not accept this. She would have pulled the head. No. Anyway, that is it for 90 day diaries. That is it for the season. We are entering into the new territory yet again, a new show for us, not a new show for me, but a new show for us, and that is Seeking Sister Wife is coming back next week, and as I've mentioned, I am covering the show, so that is what's happening there, I'm excited, the show is trash and I love it, that's why we're here, <laughs> but that is, um, that is it for now, guys. So if you like what you heard, please rate, review the podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, don't forget that uh, you can also share us with everyone in your life if you really love us. And I do want to read those reviews. I'm definitely getting five-star ratings, but I want to read those reviews. So send me those reviews and I will read those four and five star reviews on the podcast. Also, we're on every one of your favorite podcast apps, every one of them, including you can find us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to either Facebook or Instagram at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, and Reality T Times Two Pod. We also have our email, which is at reality times two at hotmail.com. Definitely want to hear from you guys. And we also have our new website where you can listen to all of these episodes. You can review 
podcasts on there as well. You can connect with me in any way, all the stuff. It's all there, and you can find me there at www.realitytimes2, I'll spell it out, um, dot podpage.io. It's there. And don't forget, I also have my other podcast with my friend Mikkel, Next Week Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different topics. We are finishing up with our Black History Month series right now. So it's, it's been great over there. Um, but you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps over there as well. Or you can also go to YouTube um, and you can go to Next Take Podcast, as well as our website, which is solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. Um, so yeah, there's with that. And that's basically that. And again, don't forget, if all of this information is overwhelming, we do have all of the links, everything in our show notes. But that is it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.